0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe.
1: Hello, hello, hello. This is the Private Talk Podcast with Alexis Texas, and we are back with another episode. And I am very excited, very honored to have this beautiful, talented young lady on my couch here tonight on Private Talk. Welcome, Paloma Ford. What's up, you guys? Hello, Alexis. Hello. How are you? Welcome. Thank you so much for being Greetings. here. Thank you
0: for having me. How are you doing tonight? I am. I'm vibing. I'm
1: good. I'm excited. Vibing? I like to hear that. So I here at Private here. Talk Podcast, it's a new podcast. It's a, a way for me to talk to people to make you feel comfortable, feel this is like the private place that you can talk to, feel like we're homies, but we're not homies now, but by the end of this kind of session, we're going to be, be homies for sure. So thank you so much for being here. Let my private talk um, <laughs> listeners out there, let them know who you are. Let them know your background. Let them know what you're all about, Miss Paloma Ford. What's up,
0: guys? This is Paloma. I am a musician from Long Beach, California. What, what? Yeah. So, you know, I'm a native here,
1: and getting ready to drop some new music that's exciting yes so when are you gonna drop it what is it is it by yourself solo are you featuring somebody tell us what it's all about yes it's um it's my second project
0: uh we are going to drop the first single december 1st so be looking for chasing waterfalls
1: all right guys yeah you heard it here so long thank you thank you thank you thank you everybody thank you all right thank you guys um yeah so private talk podcast you heard that first you're just going to be releasing so how does that feel this is your second project yes. is it more exciting than the first like tell us how you how how are you feeling right now because it has isn't released yet are you in those nerves are you like passionate I'm, yourself all like, the way in those nerves <laughs> um it's been going on three
0: years since my first project Um, I've featured on other things since then, but this will be, um, yeah, my first release in, in quite some time. So I'm very, very nervous. And compared to the first one, um, I feel like I'm more nervous because, you know, you set the bar and then people are like, wait, they want more and, you know, and then time goes by. So they're like. Hey, what's up? What, that? what doing, does that sound like? Lama. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, I think that, you know, it's one of those things that you have to be your your own fan. And I feel like, you know, we're all artists in our own ways. And you've worked so hard on all these things. And I know yeah. it's going to be great. It's going to be a hit. And I'm excited for you, to. It's like a, a second birth of a baby. Like, it's yes. like it's, it's you put so much work and passion into you, like your craft. And it's like it's you don't know where it's going to go. Right. But the only way it's going to go is up. For sure. So, with that being said, like, where did you get your start from? <clears throat>
0: um as far as music goes the the first time I ever did something um on a on a major level was I was doing backgrounds for Macy Gray, so that was kind of my introduction to the industry. um I was like. 18
1: years old, 19. Was that intimidating? Were you just, like, all in? Because it's a gamble with, you know, the art industry. You know, you don't know. You just, like... I was just
0: so naive to the industry. So I was just kind of, like, happy to be there at that time, you know? Um, She was working with everybody from, like, Justin Timberlake to Will Am. So they were in the studio every night with us. And, like I said, yeah, I was just happy to be there. I had no idea, you know, what steps that i would take next or, yeah exactly
1: so, so you doing all this stuff you're you're an independent artist you're yeah. not with a label like how does that feel and what are the differences do you like being independent do you want to be signed to a label like what is the feelings and you know things that you go through all the nervous stuff is it what how do you feel about all those things i love being independent
0: um i kind of fell into it on accident um but once i saw you know just how much I I like having control because I know everything that I want to put out, you know, content wise, um, visually, sonically. So like I said, my first project, I kind of fell into it. Um, It was, it was just me trying something out and I really, really like it. And now I'm unofficially hopefully going to be signing to myself Awesome. Um, for my new project and that's um, partnering up. Yes, thank you. That's a big thing. Yes.
1: I, I love women that, you know, we're, we're entrepreneurs. This is a yeah. you know time where it's female empowerment and doing those things. That's a big step for, you know, signing with nobody to signing to yourself. Like, yeah. tell us a little bit more about that. Like, what are the steps with that that's going on? Well, I've been really,
0: really patient with this project. I started recording two years ago. I mean, really, like after kind of the end of me putting my first project out you know I was I was constantly recording so it's been a long time coming and um just me being a businesswoman and you know always trying to learn I kind of like saw what things I lacked you know in the first project and why you know songs only reached a certain limit and you know what things I would need to do to really, you know, step it up for the next time. And and part of that was just, like, having a really strong team. And so I I kind of just promised myself, like, I know the music that I make deserves to be supported in a certain way. And um, so I, I was very, very patient and just waited until I found, you know, the people to kind of put the puzzle together pieces
1: together yeah and that's like you know that's a hard thing to find people that were cohesively you all work yes. together your idea comes across in the way that you wanted to exactly. because being an artist you know people don't understand what that means they know what it se- it seems like from the outside looking in but right. you know the hard work that we put on whatever our industry you know yeah. mine included yours included For sure. the things it's like you know it's a creative and exactly. it's, it comes from a, a place of where you may not know where it, where that is blossoming too but it's so much like who you become as a person and where that transpires, like with you, exactly. you know, with music. It's like how you said you've strategically made your decision, and, and that's really big to not just sign a deal with the label or not right. do this, whatever, and continue to be independent because right. a lot of people just you know come into the quick money or the quick yeah. this because and whenever, the independent
0: route is very difficult. Uh, like it's but not, the hard work pays off. You does. know what I mean? And myself included. I'm an
1: entrepreneur, and yeah. you know I'm an independent contractor, and I've always had my own say in my own business, yeah. and so. There's steps along those ways that you feel like, man, is this the right idea, whatever. And sometimes right, it is, exactly. and sometimes it's not. But the only way you're gonna know is if you try, try. it out. Yeah. And you know, so congratulations Thank to you. you making those steps and like mm-hmm. you know, sign yourself. That sounds weird to some people, but that's such a big honor to like do those and like I, you know, that's it's that's more amazing. Than a dream come true. That's really awesome. Yeah. Yes, girl. Thank you. <laughs> So, what other projects do you have going on besides, you know, your your new single coming out, you know, in a in a month or so? Yes,
0: um, I am working on an independent film. Um, it's called G Code. It's a LA-based film um, written by Meg, the OG. Shout out to Meg. Um, she's also somebody that interviewed me. In some podcasts in the past, and we kind of stayed in touch. And she um, she wrote the script and reached out to me, and I was like, "Let's do it." So,
1: was that the first film you've ever done before? No, or have I've you been done-
0: in. I've done very very small parts in a few other independent films. So this one is like a lead role and. And awesome. um, we've kind of been like working on it and I've been helping her produce it as well. So that's pretty exciting. That's something that I'm working on.
1: That's really cool. Do you see yourself doing more of that kind of stuff, like acting stuff and yes, going more of that absolutely. route? More behind the scenes or in front of the camera? How do you know? F- I, I, I definitely want to get
0: more heavily into
1: acting in the upcoming year. You being from, you know, LA, is that something that you just saw and you always wanted to be that or did it just kind of come and like you said, fell into your lap and you kind of just like, Hey, now I want to do this. No, I
0: always wanted to.
1: You always wanted to. What was like the first thing you saw that you were like, you knew you're like, no, I can do this and I want to do it too. Um,
0: I mean, just from an early age, I was watching Michael Jackson like obsessively and I never. I thought that it was kind of normal because it was like me and my cousins, and we would watch Michael all the time. Moonwalker, You're watching them, watch the all, videos, everything, yeah, like dance everything. Moves. And like I said, I always thought that was normal until I, I have a son, and he is like so completely uninterested in that. And so I was like, okay, well, this, you know, it makes sense now. Your passions of it shows true colors of what you really want
1: to. Yeah. And you just don't identify with it until later on. Exactly. So you say, Michael, what other influences have you had throughout your career to make you be who exactly who you are today?
0: Sade for sure. Um, She's probably like Michael was first. Sade was next because that was somebody that my mom always played in our house. (laughs) And, um, so singing Michael and Janet songs, if if you listen to you know the way they sing, Sade has like a very similar tone um, to Janet more so. But uh, yeah, so Shadé would be next, and then and then as I got into like junior high, Tupac was like a super huge influence too.
1: What would you say to this day that's been your biggest, you know, piece of work that you're proud of that you've like put out there? You said you, you know, obviously we were, you know, that number two is going to be there too, but what from, you know, the first, and if it's been with your first body work or people Mm -hmm. that you've worked with that you just stand out that, you know, it's your number one.
0: Um, definitely my song called wet. It's probably, probably my biggest song. And, um, I, I will say I have two songs. I have Wet and then I have the song called Jada. But Wet was like start and finish by me um, with my producer. And it kind of took a life of its own, not only in uh, the streaming and music world, but in dance. And I never
1: thought that it would go that or route or whatever. Yeah,
0: I never saw that happening when I made it because it's so s- slow. Mm-hmm. So um yeah I would definitely say
1: all right. So with that being said, like, how did that make you feel when it finally like when that and it's like, again, it takes you by storm. You never know what project because every project to us are like really intimate to us and you never yeah. know which one. And, you know, we like others here or there. But when that happened and it, like it started going by storm and it was dancing and this like, how did that make you feel? Like, do you feel because especially you being from L.A., yeah. you know, it's very kind of normal. You probably have a lot of friends and this whatever. Like, how did that yeah. make you feel inside of like finally be like, man, that's that's mine. We're listening to my shit. I'm going to be
0: honest with you because of the pressure that I put on myself. I feel like with my first project, I never really celebrated myself or or time to like stop and like realize, you know, what I had accomplished on my own. So um, I can't really answer that for real, but that's something that I'm definitely more aware of for this project. And I've, you know, I've done this project like really on my own Mm -hmm. um and I have a really heavy hand in, in writing um even more so than my first project so I'm definitely going to like try
1: to take those moments
0: that's awesome.
1: Time. Well, I'm looking forward to listening to it. I'm sure my listeners out there at the Private Talk podcast are listening to it as well. I hope you guys are subscribing, yes. liking. I hope you guys are enjoying our conversation. I appreciate you for being here and yes, your honesty you and me. just letting my listeners know a little bit more about you. So thank you, Paloma. Thank I you. appreciate you. I hope, they I hope you're feeling too. comfortable with me. You know, again, we're just, we're meeting each other, but I feel like it's it's uh, one of those things is we're in such a, an industry now where social media and all these things where there's so many similarities but so many polar opposites of each other of right. like what your fan base, what all these things are going on. So it's like you hear names, but you haven't like met somebody. Right. So the fact that like I love this opportunity to sit here and like have you on my couch and just getting to know who you really are yeah. and like getting your side of, you know, who you are. Right. So let everybody out there at Private Talk know where we can follow you, where we can hear your single coming out, where could they go to have a website? Let okay. us know all about that.
0: Yes, so all of my social handles is my name, Paloma Ford. Um, You can find all my music on iTunes and anywhere you can find music. It's available on all platforms. Um, And
1: yeah, that's about it. Everything is...
0: At Paloma Ford.
1: All right, guys, you heard her. You better go over there and follow her and listen to her shit because I have a feeling this is going to be a hot one. Number it's two mom. is like you know I my lucky number is two, so I you know I'm a big about energy. I'm a big about like believing in all those like energy and yes. things like that. So I have a feeling this yeah. is going to be a big one. So I can't wait for you and you. to do all those things. So with all of that being said, we have yes. your music coming out. You're doing yes. you're, you're a, a major in this big movie role if you had to pick between one of the two what would you do? I mean
0: music is is, is without question um, that's just kind of like I always have music in my head so I think that if I ever abandon it i would probably go crazy
1: so there are certain things that you just can't ever run run away from you know right. what i mean it just stays true to you yeah
0: that's why when when i see artists say like i quit music i'm like no you don't
1: i feel the same way in my, my- even if
0: you just did it for yourself at home you're never quitting music so don't be so dramatic
1: I feel the same way in my industry. There's so many people that said, "Oh, I retire," and then they come back a month later. It's like, why even say that if you're not going to do it? Right. Just, just say you in, take a break. Live in your truth, or don't yeah. say anything. You know, or people, don't say it, exactly. People get so caught up in the social media world. That they feel like, that they ask, like they have, they have to. to say something. That I'm just like, you know what? If you need to take a break, just take a break. Right. right. No one needs an explanation. No, no one needs a, like anything no, like nobody that. Nobody deserves it. All of those being yeah. said. So, with that segue being said, like you know, we are in very opposite industries that they said, but I feel like. I have this one thing where people have fake profiles set up and they're like me, like myself and they try to emulate my, my persona, my brand, yeah. and they speak for you. And a lot of fans, and regardless if you speak about it loudly and you make a, a video about it or whatever, they still tell you and they're in their comments like, Hey, why did you do this to me? Like, why did you da 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 da? And like, you feel like, man, like I already have, I've done so many things to make you feel not that way. And right. be like, no, Hey, this is the real me. Right. Is, do you have that same issue for in sure your is. industry as well?
0: For sure. You know, um, I'm an overall, like, just private person. And um, I'm not, like, super la- – I'm very laid back. Yeah. And, you know, I think a lot of people will take that and, and make it to be anything else but that. But when you meet me in person, I'm, like, the sweetest person because I really love people. I love humans. I love, you know, giving and, and, and you know, just – being and so yeah I, mean. I identify
1: with that because I feel like as much as like in certain like social media aspects you want it like less is more but the less that you say sometimes the more like like curiosity and ideas that people already formed in their head are like already about you that they think that you're doing sure. like you're escorting or you're doing like something that called google hangouts I don't even have one but people apparently say that I speak to them on like all these platforms that you're just like if you don't and you're not a true fan of me and I've already said all these things like how do you not know what's real or not? Right. Like do you have people approach you like that and how do you handle that? Or do you just ignore it? Cuz it's one of those things that you could do all three. It's a it's a big <laughs> a big spectrum.
0: Um for the most part I ignore it. You know. Some days some days I have a little, you, feel you know. A little now. <laughs> feel, yeah. Some days I have time and you know, I might Let a motherfucker know. But um, for the most part, I just ignore that shit because, you know, like we just said, like at the end of the day, as real as social media, you know, is to people, it's really not real. So, you know, unless you know that person personally, it's like. I can't really get mad at you. You don't know me. You don't know anything. But that's yeah. usually
1: what I've also, too, when you chime in is when they're like, oh, but I love you. I just wanted you to just say something to me. So that's why for me, again, I ignore most of the time. But exactly. you, know, you have those day twos. But that's also why for me, I've never really spoken out a lot of times is because it can get be misconstrued a lot of ways. And, and that's they will. Why, no matter For what. me is why this is all about what private talk is about. I wanted to have... You know the control of my conversation and right. what my truth really is, and know that there's right. way more to me than just what Alexis Texas is. Just because what I chose to do at one point doesn't define me as a person, it's just right. a part of who I am. But there's right. so much more to me, and that's what I want my listeners and everyone to out there to really like feel and appeal with everyone and see that as we go on with every show. So I, I fuck feel- with that. Oh yes, let's applause us. <laughs> So I have a question with you. It's um, So you're from L.A., but you yes. moved out when you were younger to Ohio, I yes. believe, right? Correct? Yes, correct? So how old were you when you moved to Ohio? Um,
0: so my mother got remarried, and she moved in elementary school. But um, so you were very young. I was very young. Um, and then I, but my father still lived here, so I kind of did the back and forth thing for like a while. summers and kind of things? or Yeah, well, no, I came back out here and went to school for a couple years as well. Okay, so you were back and forth all the time. Yeah, I was back and forth and then um I finished high school in Ohio because I at the end of the day like I just needed to be with my mom. Um but I was back in LA by 17.
1: So, me being from Texas and knowing LA is completely different, how was yeah. the change from going back from Ohio to LA? Even though you went back and forth, like how did you adapt to each situation and like how does it affect you now as who you are as a person? Yeah.
0: Um Well, I was living in a suburb outside of Columbus, and um, it was predominantly white. um, And even though my mother's white, I was like one of the blackest things there. You just look different than people. They don't understand
1: it. Because anybody that just out of the norm, people are going to be like, question it.
0: And for me, it was extra weird because I came from L.A. where we didn't know color at all, what was different, yeah. you know, so when I came out there, I was just as shocked as they were. I was like, wait, I'm different. Like, I didn't, you know, understand. Did you vocalize it. to that as a kid? Did you get in fights because of yeah, it? Yeah, I got into, I got into it a lot with people um, because even, you know, there was white kids at my school in L.A., but like nobody cared about at, what it, cared was about it and looked at it that way. So even though I was going to school with white kids, I was like, this is, this is still relatively normal, you yes. know, to me. I Until was Until they opened their
1: mouth. Yeah. Because it's geographically, it's just certain things, you know, if it's because of how we're taught or what it is, it's like, it's, you know, it's not right. You know, people say things that are like, kids are the worst things on the playgrounds and what you say, whatever. It's like, it's very impactful to who we are and like, you know, how we move. And for you being in both situations, like you just said, going from white kids in Ohio and then white kids in LA and them not saying anything because you're just who you are. And then it's like, hey, like, why are you even questioning? Because I look, you know, it's different, like. Did it you was, so was it when you went to Ohio was it always just like Discipline like you got Because you got into fights To defend yourself Did you ever like Get to your place where Hey they knew who you were And they accepted who you were it, Because well, some people It's all about change too Like you have to learn To adapt I was adapt
0: always to- The thing was It wasn't like I was like An outcast Like I was always popular I, I played sports
1: But you're a beautiful girl Who stands out Like regardless So they of, were just Yeah they were like, just, just, it, just I mean At the end of the day shit. It's like you're You're gonna stand out In a room regardless like, Especially Thank in you. Ohio Like I right. You know what I mean Like I <laughs> dance All over the world And when you go Into certain places And even being from A small town It's like right. you. Out like a sore thumb, for sure. You know what I mean, and and yeah. you can't help it. You're just you, and that's yeah. why it's like, how do I be me without you being an asshole? But, like, but yeah. when I
0: came back to LA, I mean, I dealt with the same thing. You know, like I I dealt with racism on both sides, so that was definitely an interesting thing for me. But um, I'm just, I'm and I'm thankful for it. Like I've always been like super level headed, you know. So I kind of like get into my feelings a second because I'm, like, questioning, like, why are people like this? And then I just, I guess I'm always so much in my own world that it never, like.
1: It doesn't really matter. Yeah,
0: it didn't, like, deeply scar me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me, yeah. You it's know, like. It, like it,
1: it, it's, in, it's on your, like, you know, there, but it's not, like, really matters.
0: Yeah, I was just like, okay, they're stupid, they're stupid. You know, like, I never, I, yeah, I never took anything too much to heart unless it was, like coming from somebody personally, like I said, that I knew, then that's when.
1: Yeah. So you saying you came back to LA at 17. So did you immediately jump into the music game? Did you just like, did you already have a group of friends? Cause you came back and forth that you just like rock with. Like yeah. were not, they, were I they had, musically talented. Like where did, when you came back at 17, where did, what was your place in LA?
0: I did have um, my friends from junior high out here that um, I stayed in contact with, but I really made a whole new group of friends when I moved back. Um, I went to like one semester of college because my parents made me, and then I dropped out, and I moved out. What did you go to school for? Music. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Surprise. Um, it's in your blood. It's okay. Hey, if that's what your truth it's is, just tell all it. Here. I ever knew that I wanted to do. But, yeah, I, I I dropped out, moved out, and then like six months after I dropped out of school was when I started working with Macy Gray. So I was like,
1: okay, this is, is what it
0: is. What it was supposed to be.
1: Awesome. I like that. Yeah. I like that a lot. So thank you for being on my couch. I appreciate it. I love it. I like it. And um, I have a lot more questions for you. I hope you're ready for I'm me. I'm ready. So you coming from, you know, L.A. girl, obviously, it doesn't seem like, well, even when you went to Ohio, you still repped L.A. I, I hear All that day. you're a, an
0: L, a L.A. Lakers fan. I bleed golden purple.
1: I like that a lot. I like that. I'm a big sports fan. I played basketball myself. Nice. Um, I played in junior college. I'm very competitive in those aspects. So, like, yes. I um, I was a Spurs fan. Um, right. I can't – I say was in the past tense, but I still watch them, whatever. It's more like the team has very much changed since I, you know, First watched started. them. And, like, the whole yeah, – since I've been in L.A. for over 10 years. So, yeah. it's very different to watch the Spurs. It's if they're playing the L.A. Lakers or the Clippers. So, it's right. very different. Um, so being an L.A. Lakers fan, <laughs> explain that. Like, does it change over the years? You, like, did your, your parents, like, teach you that? You just, like, you knew growing up? Like, you just... You, yeah, that golden. was
0: um, that was something that... That was, like, my bonding time with my father. Um, he's, like, a man's man, so there wasn't too many things that, you know, we you're could common. do... I'm a daddy's girl, I get it. Going into, like, I would say going into junior high, so... One thing that you know I just liked early on, because the games were always on. So that was that became the thing that we would do together is watch the Laker game, and then I just kind of, you know, had that in my head, and and just always, you know, it just becomes them. a part of your everyday, like yes. you know what I mean, or every season because it's not yes. every day. So yes, yes.
1: yes. So it, what is who is your favorite Laker player of all time? at
0: I mean, come on, Kobe Bryant, of course. Hey, I
1: gotta hear it. I gotta ask it. Hey, but, but I mean, oh, there's a but. There's, there's a, but. a but
0: because Shaq is right behind him. Okay. Um, I used to love Nick Van so I can really give you some names. I'm not not a
1: fan. I like it. I like it. That means to me, you know, that you're really a fan. And I I think my private talk listeners are really going to appreciate it. I hope you guys are liking and subscribing and loving this conversation because I know I am. Thank you for being here, Paloma Ford. Thank you. You are amazing. So tell me more about this Laker stuff. Let me hear.
0: hear. Um, I'm just a basketball fan in general. I always have been. Um, I think that people don't really take it. As serious as I do, when a, but I feel like they don't take it as
1: serious when like a woman says it because they think we're just like oh, right. you're just like um, what do they call it a, um. Um bandwagon fan oh, right. and I'm like no and then when you start saying names like that I'm like right. no I really know what it is no, like I don't don't play is. with me yeah. don't play with me so how do you feel with the new season everyone's a big <laughs> raving about like the Lakers had you know Kobe left us they did all these things we've been in transition yeah now we have LeBron yeah we've but we're still we've lost two games like how do you feel about that let me hear it <laughs> Don't be shy. This is a private talk with Alexis Texas. Just feel comfortable? No. Let I'm, me hear it. Girl. No. Let I'm, me
0: hear it. I'm super excited about this season. I was at the game last night. Um, so, you know, shout out to the Lakers always. Yeah. Lake Show, baby. <laughs> but, um, you, you know, the Clippers are looking real tough too, and I really like that. I've never been a big Clippers fan.
1: Yeah, I'm a Spurs fan. Kawhi left us a long time ago and he went to the Clippers, so yes. I'm excited. I haven't been to a Clippers game yet, but I definitely want to go because I feel the same way. Yeah. It's like for me, it hasn't been about like teams for a while. It's about players and individuals. Bears, like what yeah. makes me feel like excited about the game, and yeah. that's what it is. And that's to me, I'm like, mm, you gotta run for your money. But I'm I'm excited for both the teams actually.
0: Yeah, I'm loyal to the soil, so you know it's always Lakers right. first. But um, I'm a big I'm a big fan of a lot of the guys on the Clippers team, and I think that they you know have a lot of heart, and I love watching players you know that play the way they play. Um, but yeah, I, I'm, I'm happy. I'm just happy and just. I want the truth.
1: <laughs> you said, uh, yeah, like that's the segue of like, mm, I want to say something, but I'm not. No, no,
0: no, no. I was just going to say, I'm excited for LA in general because we got the Rams, you know, and they're a really strong team and you know, we at Lakers, you know, we, we kind of went through a. A drought. Oh,
1: for sure. That's what I
0: said. It's, so, it's a it's
1: a transition still. But that's why yeah. it's still like where it's a work in progress. And we got
0: a lot of pride, you know, because we are the Lakers. LA. So it's it's nice to see two strong teams, you know, playing right now.
1: So I have a question for you. I know how does you how do you feel like whenever if you've ever dated like players and things like that, do you have to stop watching them completely? Because I feel like sometimes <laughs> when I've dated certain people, I'm like, I have to stop fucking with everything you do completely because it's just not okay so you've dated someone from the Lakers at one point how yes. did you feel how did, did you like how did you feel Are you still watch it you're just like he definitely
0: yeah he definitely ruined the rest of the season for me that was hard I was like yo I'm never dating anybody from the Lakers again because if you guys stop me from watching my team
1: like I can't have that so um I no, feel but you. That's real. No, I feel you because I've, I've done it only one time in the music industry, and I was like, I can't even listen to anything you say. Like, right. Now I'm mad. Like, so now I don't. I, right. I, and then I have they come
0: on the radio every time you get in the
1: car. Yeah. And then it's like, time. or, yeah, no, nope, you have to. <laughs> no, next. Yeah. I right. can't do it. So, yeah, guys out there, you ruin it for some of us. Yeah. Thank you a should, lot. You should do better you should all right guys I hope you guys are <laughs> loving this conversation with us at private talk make sure you subscribe and like I hope you guys are loving this information that we're giving you so I have a question for you Just, what would you give advice to a, a younger woman in the industry if you had to give them advice right now like at the beginning point of their their being artist in the industry in LA I get, it's a tough world out here. Like we're women, you know, like you're an independent, you're not with the label and you know, I, you know, it's kind of like you're on your own. You don't really know who's right, who's wrong. Could you give maybe some tips to someone t- being new in the industry and knowing where to go from there?
0: I get asked this question all the time and, you know, my answer kind of changes sometimes, but, um, right now I would say if you, choose to be in this crazy industry and that's just where your heart is set. Um learn your craft, um learn your business. Um just be a master at your craft and your business and the more you can do for yourself, the better you know chances or not even chances but the better opportunities um I feel like will come and um, you know, you have to continue believing in yourself when nobody else will because nobody's going to believe in you at first. You gotta be your
1: biggest fan because who yes. else? Is gonna be? So
0: that would be my
1: That's awesome. Advice. So right now, currently, who is your favorite male and female artist? Ooh.
0: My favorite male and
1: female artist.
0: Oh my gosh. Like <sighs>
1: new? New? Anyone. Like who are you still listening to right mm-hmm. now? Like Whatever, like, whatever's current for you. Because everybody's playlist is different, as we all know.
0: Um, I love Summer Walker. All right. I think that that's a really strong project. Um, I've been following her since her first project. I think she's really, really dope. So, um, shout out to Summer Walker. I think she's really dope. Um, Male? Jeez. Who do I listen to? I Okay, so I listen to a lot of hip-hop. Um, I love Young Thug. I love his new project. Um, who else? Shit. It's like
1: when they throw you under the bus, you're like,
0: man. Damn, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then all the homies are going to call, like, for real, my nigga. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but on the R&B side, I'm, like, a big fan of Brent Fayez, Sonder, Division, um, All the mood music, because that's what I make. So um, listening to them keeps me inspired. Yeah. I know I'm missing somebody, like, real important right now. Well, if it comes
1: back to you, you're still, you're not leaving my couch right now. We can still shout them out. But it'll come to you, I promise. Yes. So who have you not worked with that you want to maybe work with in the future? Do you have someone, like, do you have, like, a a vision board of things? Like, tell us about that. Mm -hmm.
0: Or do you I don't, just kind
1: of go like project to project? You just kind of like see what vibes with certain yeah. like artists? Like how, yeah. do, how does that process work? Because I definitely, you know, I love music. I'm an appreciator of music, but I don't know how the process of how that all works as being, uh, you know, an artist like yourself.
0: You know what? For me, um, I think, like you said, I think everybody's different. Um, for me, I don't have a dream board So I think it just kind of, like, it varies from project to project and just who I'm inspired by. Um, I would love to work with Brent Fayez. I think he's just super, super dope. Um, On my playlist, too. Yeah, I love him. Um, I really want to work with Party Next Door. He's a friend of mine. Um, I think that, too, because I know so many people, um, you know, Sometimes you, like, become friends with people and you forget, like, no, this is somebody that I'd actually, like, that love That it's business, to. too. Yeah. Um, so, but mine definitely varies from, like, song to song and project
1: to project. Well, I'm a believer in speaking it out there in existence, so yes. I hope all of those things come true. Because yes. it's going to happen. Thank you. I like it.
0: So we're about to get <laughs> to
1: truth with Miss Texas, but... I wanted to touch on something, too, before we get to that. You said earlier that you have a child. I do. I want... How old is your kid? You said a son? Yes. Yes. Ten. How old? Ten. Yes. So how does that affect you? You're being, like, juggling being in the industry, having a love life, having all these things. Like, does that... How does that work with being, like, all that's the chaos of what the, you know, music industry is about?
0: Um, I've definitely... Gotten to a point of a lot more balance in the last couple of years, but um, I mean, my son has been with me my entire career, so it was a huge struggle at first. Um, I was doing, I mean, just I can't, I can't even like rem- remember or put myself in that space. Like I would never do that now, you know what I Cause mean? Because you just survive. It's like a survival yeah, mode at a that survival time. Survival mode for sure. Um, you know, like getting him to school, getting to the studio, you know, leaving the studio at two, three in the morning, waking up, taking him to school. Like it was a lot. Um, I, I definitely have a lot more help now. My brother's around, (laughs) but, um, it is something where you have to time manage, um, love life. (laughs) It's, it's a little, it's a lack thereof. Does that mean Um, that you're, you're single? I'm single as a Pringle, baby. Hey.
1: Um, but, you know, like, I'd be dating and. But with all that, that's what I'm saying. So dating, having, like, your kid, yeah. you know, having to deal with all, like, all the activities that kids do. Yeah. And then, like, you know, especially 10, because now you're, yeah. like, doing, like, sports stuff. and this and yeah, that, whatever, you stuff. know. Um is that a struggle? Is it something that, like, um, that you still make time for? Mm-hmm. Or, like, how do you find, even just dating in general, do you date just in your industry? Because myself, I can't just go on a dating app and be like, hey, I'm going to date somebody because they're like, right. hey, but are you? Or they yeah. think it's a fake. and yeah. mean, it's like a whole other thing. And then it's, yeah. you don't want I them mean, w- looking at your Wikipedia, looking at your info, you want to, like, be genuine.
0: For sure. Um, when, I, when I do date... <laughs> uh it's yeah it's usually in my industry just because like you said it's like something in common that we share and I and you know you, you don't have to kind of wonder I mean it's always it's still a wonder but it's less of a wonder of like why are you talking to me right now you know because you kind just, of like you vibe with the it because yeah, we it's just,
1: something that you already are doing yourself exactly I could understand that. All right, are you ready with Truth with Miss Texas? Yes, ma'am. All right, let's do it. All right, I'm going to shuffle these cards. You're going to pick every one of these cards, but each card that you pick, whatever symbol it is, we're going to ask you a question on each category, what that is. All right. Are you ready for Miss Texas? I think so. Don't be nervous. I won't bite you, I promise. (laughs) Okay. All right, Ace of Hearts. Ooh, see, we started light. That's to my romantic question. All right. So, is there a certain song that if you want to set the mood and do whatever that you listen to for your go to like lovemaking song? Mm-hmm. And what is it?
0: Oh, God. Um, <laughs> I haven't made love in a while.
1: All right. At uh, whatever wait, past no, time in your life, we no, still. I want the
0: truth. I was going to say, good. Sex mood music is definitely
1: like, I, like party always sets the vibe for sure. Um, I see a twinkle in your eye. Look, you. when I, you said that, that means that there's yeah. a, there's a song. Like there's always, like music to me is about like memories. <laughs> so it's like there's always songs that you're like, oh yeah, I did that that one time, and like and then sometimes you're just like, man, I did that that one time, but you never. <laughs> yeah,
0: I mean, some of the guys, some of the guys. <laughs>
1: Uh, feel free. It's just an open conversation. Private talk listeners want to know. <laughs> no, I was just going to say. What guys?
0: Come on. You know, in my past, tend to be a little ratchet. So they might play some future. <laughs> but if it is up to me, <laughs> that's why I laughed. I couldn't get it out.
1: <laughs> I like the honesty. I love it. So it's like their ratchet playlist and your
0: yeah, romantic I'm playlist. Like, I'm
1: like the smooth, like, the operator i like it yeah get you a little bit more than anything future doesn't get you a lot you just know what you're getting with future and they want to just pop that pussy
0: They're <laughs> yeah they're ready to <laughs> <laughs> uh, all
1: right are you ready for the next question i am all right let's go Ooh, oh you got a club girlfriend a club. That's my kinky question. Okay, kinky question. I love how you're nervous. You are like <laughs> away from me. You're like, oh, man, what is she going to ask me? <laughs> what? What is she going to ask me? All right, so my kinky question. <laughs> Do you sleep naked? Mm.
0: Sometimes.
1: Sometimes. What does that matter if you're sleeping with somebody in the bed or <laughs> it's just, like, how you feel that night? Are you... Definitely how I feel that night. Um. I probably
0: sleep not as naked as i would i'm a very naked person but i have a son you know and he likes to pop in my room at you know any time in the morning curious at
1: 10 i can understand
0: oh yeah like i used to yeah i used to be you know naked around him all the time but he's 10 now obviously so um i don't and yeah so i probably would sleep naked a lot more I had the
1: privacy. So if you're not naked, what are you wearing? Mm,
0: definitely some panties and a t-shirt.
1: Like booty shorts, thong. just like, what are we talking about? We're definitely
0: talking about thongs, you know, some... See, this is panties. where my pervertedness
1: comes out, so I apologize, but okay. I just, my listeners want to know. Yes. Private podcast, we want to know. Okay, I'll tell you. I like it. Tell me it all. So are you ready for the next one? Yes. All right, let's go. got uh ooh my favorite the ace of spades, spades. that's and my naughty question because it's just like my booty and we're just gonna get <laughs> naughty with you are you ready i'm ready all right have you ever used a toy during sexual intercourse yes which kind of toy
0: you know just like a
1: little vibrator
0: to just
1: just a little vibrator just a little vibrator does that, intim- did that intimidate your partner, or is it something that you like had to like talk him into doing? Because most men sometimes are like, "Why do you need that toy?" i are like, "Come on, trust me, it'll be better for the both of us."
0: I've mostly only done it with my boyfriends, so um, you know, I wouldn't even be in a relationship with somebody that I couldn't like be completely Open and honest.
1: Yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah. All right, private talk podcast. Are you guys ready? This is the last question, Miss With. <sighs> <laughs> Are you ready? It's hot in here. Ooh, I like it getting hot in here. It's a little spicy. Last one. Here we go. Last one. Got the All diamonds. All right, my diamonds. It's my spicy question. So, what's the craziest place that you have ever had sex?
0: Craziest place?
1: Be honest. Um, Don't lie to my listeners. Private Talk wants to know. I've done it in the movie theaters. <laughs> That was tricky. Was it was it a full theater? Was there not a lot of people? Was it during the day? It was a full theater? Oh no, 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 no,
0: no, no, it wasn't full as in like full of people. It was it was at night, so it was definitely had the opportunity for a lot of people, but it wasn't. And I've done it on the side of the freeway and that was just kind of scary. I don't know why. Were Three, you did. parked in a car on the side of
1: the freeway? Yeah. And why just because of the thrill? Um, was it in the back seat? Did you hop on the driver's seat? Tell us. I probably hopped on. (laughs) (laughs) Probably. Come on now. I (laughs) want the truth. You say probably, which means that's a 90% chance that's a correct yes. Yeah. We were just talking too much shit to each other. So like, so it was um, like a passive aggressive, like, no, you won't do it. I'll do it. And then you're just like, fine. And he pulled over and you're like, okay. And you did it. Exactly. You like to be challenged. I don't like to be challenged. Because you like to win? Because
0: I like to win.
1: <laughs> there's nothing wrong with that. I'm a Leo. I'm a Gemini, so I can understand. Yeah, but hey, there's nothing wrong with winning.
0: Yeah, I don't. I don't like to be challenged,
1: actually, at all, because I am very competitive. So I don't. I think like... women competitors is the best, especially in, in in industries like our own, is because that's what's going to make you excel and yeah. make a difference between anybody else. I agree. So thank you so much for being a guest with me. Paloma, I appreciated you being honest, open with me. Thank you for coming on the Private Talk podcast. And um, yeah, thank you so much. If there's anything you want to shout out or tell the listeners, let us know. No, but I would like to say congrats to
0: you on your new journey. And I hope that this is everything and more that you dreamed of. um, Because I think it's really dope. You know, I feel like we're the same as far as just, you know, continuing to find new avenues to express yourself and, and show your artistry. So congrats to you.
1: Thank you. I appreciate that. And I love that. And a uh, female empowerment is the way to go. Yes. So thank you. And I guys, I can't wait for you guys to listen to her new single. Make sure you follow her. And um, yes, let's see what's next for number two all right guys thank you for listening to the private talk podcast i hope you guys loved it liked it did all those things make sure you subscribe and you like to this channel and um, can't wait for the next guest let's do this private talk podcast